Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The Pittsburgh Steelers winners today, 16-10 against the Cincinnati Bengals, and the offense has 421 yards. First time the Steelers surpassed 400 yards since week two of the 2020 season. Welcome into the Believe in Steelers show, a live post-game reaction following the Steelers' victory over the Bengals. My name is Mark Bergen. Thank you for tuning in. Before we get too far ahead into the post-game show, today's episode of Believe in Steelers is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. They'll take care of all your betting needs this NFL season. Head to BetOnline.ag today. Use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. The offense looked much better. You could tell in the first half that it was going to be different today, and it was like, oh my gosh, the Steelers might actually outgain their opponent, and they do that today against Cincinnati. 421 yards for the Steelers' offense, 222 for the Bengals. I thought the defense was dominant today for the Steelers. And I like what the offense did. It wasn't perfect, but they did some things that I did like. Pat Fryermuth with a career day for the Steelers, a career high for him. He had nine catches for 120 yards. I thought it was his best game as a Steeler. His second game back from an injury, and it was clear that he was going to be part of the playbook for Pittsburgh. Now, something I want to see improved, Deontay Johnson, who is getting into it, with Minka Fitzpatrick after the Cleveland game complaining about targets. He's got to catch that touchdown pass in the end zone in the first half to make the most of an opportunity. The Steelers don't get any points on that drive because the very next play, Jalen Warren fumbles the ball, and Johnson's looking up at the sky, not even paying attention because the ball's not coming his way. He's not blocking. He's not even being a decoy. The lack of effort there is something that needs to be addressed and something that's going to be cleaned up because – If he wants to get back to being a Pro Bowl receiver, you've got to do it on every play, and particularly when the ball's not coming your way. There's more to the receiver position than just making highlight reel catches. He misses the highlight reel catch on a pass from Kenny Pickett that's right in his breadbasket, come down, make the play, but then to say the very next play, oh, the ball's not coming my way, I'm not going to pay attention, and the Bengals recover the ball, and thankfully for Connor Hayward, brings down the Bengals defender, Uh, you're left with no points. And if the Steelers get a score there, you see this 16 to 10 final, and it might actually be a bigger score if not for the turnover there. Now, time of possession, I thought was also huge. And the Steelers dominated that today. 37 minutes in 18 seconds with the ball. This was only the third time this season where the Steelers have out, uh, had greater time of possession from that of an opponent. So I want to see that continue under Eddie Faulkner and Mike Sullivan. Welcome to town. It's not perfect, but I thought Kenny Pickett was a lot better today, a lot more decisive. And they threw the ball down the field, and they threw to the middle of the field too. This was from the very first play from scrimmage, the completion on a play-action pass to Pat Fryermuth over the middle. When you want to beat a too-high scheme, which is what the Bengals were running, there's going to be a void and an opening at the middle of the field, but you have to have a tight end that can have the ability to do that. And... They used Pat Fryermuth today, probably than they've used him more than the entire season in the games which he's been healthy. So it was clear to me that he was going to be a vocal part of the, uh, a, a crucial part of the offense. Now I'll say this too, 
Uh, Jalen Warren and Najee Harris have been awfully good. Najee Harris, 15 carries, 99 yards, and a touchdown, a five-yarder that capped off a scoring drive. 13 rushes for Jalen Warren, 49 yards. I thought Najee was better today, and he was huge in the opportunities that he had. Look, and you know what I'm going to say from the defensive standpoint. The sky is blue. The grass is green. TJ Watt making plays yet again. Two sacks for the Steelers' star edge rusher and making Jake Browning the Bengals quarterback uncomfortable. The Steelers had two deflections that wound up into the hands of Jamar Chase. Lucky and good. You know he's going to make some plays. But all in all, I thought Joey Porter Jr. did a nice job against Chase, who's one of the best receivers in all of the NFL. But uh, a lot of optimism today. Let me get to some of the comments um, from everyone here tuning in. Uh, Stoney Baloney saying, Pickett looked legit today. Uh, yeah, I thought so too. 278 yards from Kenny Pickett today. Uh, I thought he didn't look scared. I thought he was a lot more decisive today. Uh, Wedley checking in saying the offense looks a little more explosive today, but Kenny Pickett still looks scared to throw in the middle a, a little bit. But look, this isn't going to get cleaned up overnight with Matt Canada and company now. Uh, Matt Canada now no longer the offensive coordinator, but Eddie Faulkner, Mike Sullivan. But it's a tangible improvement. For the sake alone of you finally outgained a team this season and you had your first 400-yard game since week two of 2020. That, to me, tells me everything I need to know about, okay, is there an improvement or not? And the reason why I said, hey, you got to get rid of Matt Cannon, I was saying this dating back to last season, if you check the timestamps on this YouTube page, is I thought whatever the alternative would be would be better, and it was clearly better today. I know you only see 16 points, but it was better because they were at least moving the football and they dominated time of possession. Uh, I know the Steelers too. One other thing too, if you count playoffs as well, the Steelers did have more than 400 yards in the January 10th, 2021 playoff game against the Cleveland Browns. So if you count playoffs as well, they did have a 400 yard game there where the Browns got out to a huge league and uh, Roethlisberger threw the ball something like 70 times in that game. I think he had like 60, 68, 69, 70 pass attempts in that game. But uh, the Steelers' offense able to move the ball today, um, and it just looked more fluid. I think in the first half, where you're kind of frustrated with them, not, the Steelers not generating more points. But you thought you just felt like that they were going to break through in the second half. Uh, if anyone else has questions for me, please uh, let me know. Uh, Terry checking in, saying good win, Kenny Najee. Uh, Najee and Kenny got his yards. Yeah, Najee Harris just a, a yard shy of 100 yards on the ground, only 15 carries for him. But when he carried the football, I thought he was very effective. He had the one run where he's dragging defenders down the field. Uh, and on the Steelers' second to final drive where he gets a 22-yard gain to move the ball down the field and the Steelers get into field goal position. Now, yes, I would have liked to see them score a touchdown to really put it away. But on a third down and long, Kenny Pickett finds his safety blanket, his security blanket, Pat Fryermuth. And it sets up an easier field goal for Chris Boswell. Speaking of Chris Boswell, he's been Mr. Reliable all season long. He only has one missed field goal. And I think it was on like a 60 yarder before the end of one of the halves. He's only missed one field goal. Doesn't have a single miss on extra points. He's been extremely reliable this year. A bounce back season for him. A lot better this year than he was a year ago when he's battling injuries. He's played at a pro bowl, all pro caliber level this season for Pittsburgh, Mr. Reliable. And he goes 
three for three today on field goals. Again, he hasn't missed an extra point all season long. He deserves praise, and thankfully for him, because the Steelers' offense points have been a premium, Boswell has been extremely, extremely reliable for the Steelers. Let's see, Dante Harris checking in saying, would like to see more targets to George Pickens because he's catching more consistently than DJ. Yeah, and it seemed that Deontay and Kenny, there was one third down conversion where they weren't on the same page in which way Deontay would break to try to get to the sticks and convert on a first down, a third down conversion to try to get the first down. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see George Pickens get the football in his hands more often, but utilizing the tight end, Pat Frymuth has demonstrated the ability in this league to win one-on-one combat catches. If you want to put a linebacker in, that's a mismatch. If you put a smaller DB against him, you can almost play more like a basketball player. So Pat Frymuth today, I thought was huge for the Steelers and if they're going to double Deontay or George Pickens, it can be a pick your poison. And that's where you can utilize whichever guy you're not doubling, that guy has to eat. And I think Pittsburgh finally established that today. Now, moving forward to for the Steelers schedule beyond this week, you've got the Arizona Cardinals, not very good this season. Uh, I'd imagine that Pittsburgh would be favored at home against Arizona then you have the New England Patriots who are having a terrible season. I saw earlier today, Bailey Zappi came in uh, to relieve Mac Jones there against the Colts. It's going to be Minshew Mania, Gardner Minshew, Anthony Richardson out for the year. The Bengals again, this time in Pittsburgh, two days before Christmas, Seattle, and then the Ravens to close out the season. So it's not like you're going up against a gauntlet of stud quarterbacks in the league. Big win for Pittsburgh on the road today. I know it comes against a Bengals team that does not have Joe Burrow for the rest of the season either. And so we were all freaking out this last week of what are the Steelers going to do? The offense looks terrible. They finally make the move and say enough is enough with Matt Canada. You go to Mike Sullivan and Eddie Faulkner. It's a lot better today. It's not perfect, but could it be better by the back half of the year? Week 17, week 18, you go on to the playoffs and you see what happens when you make it into the tournament, if you will. So that's kind of the optimism for me. I said this from the jump earlier this year, a successful Steelers season is winning a playoff game for the first time since the 2016 regular season. January 2017 is back when the Steelers last won a playoff game. That's what I'd like to see from Pittsburgh this year. I know you want to win a Lombardi and go after number seven. I understand that, but you have to see marked improvement with Kenny Pickett in year two to say, Okay, next year in year three, year four, is he your guy? Do you want to pick up his fifth-year option? Do you want to keep – and here's the question too, right? Like we need a much bigger sample size to answer this question. Is the Steelers' offense going to do enough and improve enough to where Mike Sullivan, Eddie Faulkner retain their jobs? A lot of people will will probably want to say, I still want to get that outside voice because they were under Matt Canada. But that's going to be the big question moving forward is is if it's – better like it was today and you put up more points 400 yards of offense dominating time of possession the points will come if you do these things consistently would it be enough for them to say we're going to just keep rolling with what we're doing now moving forward in 2024 and beyond that's going to be the big question and what are the things that you would need to see to say yes i'm comfortable doing that with these two men in their respective positions now, again, with Faulkner as the OC, Sullivan calling the plays to where we're good keeping them beyond this season. 
I would still probably say, go get an outside voice, go run a different scheme, a different system. But for now, for this season, you've got to play with what you've got. But I saw some things today, like putting players in motion and actually throwing them the ball in motion. I saw it with Allen Robinson. I saw it with Jalen Warren. I've said I want to see Jalen Warren and Najee play on the field at the same time because you have mismatches getting them the football in vital, crucial down situations. You saw those things to where with Matt Canada, the motion man, the moment he goes by the quarterback, you knew that player's not getting the football. Or you're bringing another defender over in the direction where you want to run the hole. I saw enough tape this past week to where it's Matt Canada's system didn't make sense. I think those things got cleaned up this week. I really do. And I'm not just playing the results of, okay, the 16 to 10 finish. Going up two scores at the end of the game, executing down the stretch, outgaining your opponent, and dominating time of possession. If Deontay Johnson catches that touchdown pass, or even if he drops it, the Steelers don't turn the ball over and they get a field goal on that drive. I know it's an if, but you're talking about a different outcome in a multi-score game in this scenario. And this is why I saw improvement today. I want to see that in the coming weeks moving forward. I want to see that down the stretch on the back half of this season. And I want to see that if and when, and I'll say this, when the Steelers make the playoffs this year. And I don't expect this, this team to light up the scoreboard with a ton of points, but I said from the jump, the sum has to equal its parts this season. It has to. Because you have a lot of talent from the skill position standpoint of all the players that you have this year. And it had to be the basis of this year was where you ended last year. And that's why Matt Canada doesn't have a job anymore. Doesn't have a job anymore. And uh, a lot of people too, Temple Radcliffe checking and saying, love seeing KP see and use the whole field. This is a criticism of Canada's system too, where he's only reading one half of the field. Extremely predictable. Pickett looked like an NFL quarterback today. Go Steelers. That's Dietrich checking in. Thank you so much to a lot of people checking in today. But uh, I love to see it. I love that we saw the running game and the passing game get going. I thought Najee Harris probably played his best game of the year, too. He deserves praise. And if the Steelers' defense, you got a lot of DBs. Remember, Minka is out. Keanu Neal is out. So two of your starting safeties aren't there. If you make an interception here and there, I know Trenton Thompson got into the mix today with the huge pick, too. If you get those plays down the stretch, it could be even a bigger discrepancy. So the Steelers get it done today against the Bengals. We'll see how they move, they execute moving forward. Again, Arizona next week at home. I'd imagine the Steelers will open as favorites. We'll see what that line is later today. But at least some optimism coming off a week that was a dreadful offensive performance against the Browns. First game without Matt Canada, and you get more than 400 yards, and you finally outgain your opponent in a game and it's like you improve to seven and four and you see if this offense can get better down the stretch of this season uh now without matt canada again my name is mark bergen thanks so much for watching believe in steelers i'll be back this week recapping this game all of nfl week 12 a lot to discuss and break down i'll be back with ike taylor this week uh, thank you so much for everyone for tuning in as well. If you have any questions that I was not able to answer in this post-game reaction, leave a comment. I'll do my best to get to it as well. But again, the Steelers a lot better today in the first game without Matt Canada, and that's going to give me optimism moving forward for the Steelers. Again, my name is Mark Bergen. Thanks so much for watching the Believe in Steelers post-game reaction. I'll see you later this week. Until then, take care. So long, everybody.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.